episode 26, we're going to give you four things that your dealership should try to implement to attract ride-sharing drivers. Your lift is here. Lucky for you, it's this <laughs> classic whip. A classic El Camino. Yeah. Um, Chris, I know you love the ride shares. I Uber everywhere. You Uber or a Lyft. I go back and forth. Whichever uh, one's, you know, got the cheaper deal at the at the time. You know, right. sometimes it's Lyft, sometimes it's What Uber. do you prefer? The cheapest one. The cheapest one, you don't care? Well, I mean, I care about ratings, too. I okay. mean, if they have, like, a 4.5 rating, that's like, eh. Okay. That's like, eh. Okay. I try to go for the 4.8 and above. Okay, okay. You know what I hate about um, the, the, um, the, 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 the ratings, right, is I hate my personal rating. What, what's your rating? Like, it, it's like a, a four six or something. Oh wow! And it drives me nuts. You know why? It's because you don't get out of your house quick enough. That's no. probably they're like waiting for you. It, waiting, it, they're waiting for my wife, right? Okay. Because yeah, it's the only time we Uber, <laughs> and I, I Uber, you know usually Uber with my wife. But um, it, we, we very seldom do we you know ever make them wait. And I always give them like extra tip. I'm uh, like super generous, <laughs> and and like it's like this. It I feel like. The more I give them on the tip, uh, the, the the more my rating goes down, and I think it's just like this thing. Like they're they're all in cahoots. They're like this this guy gives a lot, and he's going to give more if you lower his rating. And so like it, I don't know. For me, I'm just like I have you know, a four point like, eight rating. That's all I know. So that's that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's so ridiculous. And and I have great conversation with these guys. Anywho. Mm-hmm. What we're always trying to do, you know, here on the Pit Stop Podcast is we're, you know, trying to give you guys, um, you know, solutions or strategies to find and increase more, you know, um, either fixed ops business or, you know, service parts, accessories, you know, looking for those niche little maybe like honey holes. And this may be more applicable to, you know, larger market, um, you know, dealerships just because you know, Lyft and, 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 and Uber right. and other drive sharing uh, apps um, are a little more prominent in, in, in those. In the cities, yeah, not so much areas. in the, uh, yeah. You know, not, not so much in the sticks. Here's an interesting st- statistic, right? Um, and this is as of 2017, so it's, yeah. it's a couple of years. It's from uh, cars.com. A couple of years ago. Um, th- there's over 750,000 Uber drivers, just 750,000 Uber drivers in, in on, on the road. And that was the end of 2017. Um, and then there's also more licensed Uber drivers than taxi cabs, medallion taxi cabs in New York City. Think about that, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's crazy. So... There's opportunity there, mm-hmm. and all these Uber drivers, um, you know, need to get their car inspected. They're they're constantly, you know, their their cars are getting beat up, uh, lots of wear and tear. Um, they're eventually going to need new cars, um, and so you know, how can you capitalize on, on on that? It's something that you know think about, and if you don't have a a rideshare strategy in place. It's just one of those things that you know you should put something in place, right? And it's so that you have it, so that you are attracting them, um, 
Right. And I think a lot of dealerships too, at first they were thinking that Uber and Lyft, it's going to be a threat. Now people aren't going to want to buy new cars and stuff. And cars.com came out with uh, a survey. They surveyed uh, thousands of uh, consumers and they said 79% of people who use ride sharing services would not get rid of their car um, if such services became more pervasive. And so think of it as an actually an opportunity. So here cars.com is saying people are actually, they're still gonna buy new cars. And on top of it, now you have all these Uber and Lyft drivers that you can find that niche. And because to Aaron, your point, they're gonna need to get their car serviced. And totally. so now you have this opportunity, don't think of it as a threat, you have an opportunity to now market to these 750,000 uh, Uber drivers. And that's just Uber, that's, that's not even Uber. Lyft. That's not even We're Lyft, talking right? millions. Yeah. And, you know, and also, like, it, it does create jobs, too, right? Like, it is creating jobs where, you know, if, if you're having a hard time, you know, finding a job or just, um, you know, and you've got a car, put yeah. it on the road, right? Yeah. And, um, and now they're going to need it, servicing more because instead of, you know, they work their 9 to 5 and they go home, they park their car. Now they work their 9 to 5 and instead of driving home to park their car, they're driving for two more hours to do Uber, Uber or Lyft. So their car is actually on the road more. Yep. The car's on the road more. It's going to need to be serviced more. So there's another opportunity. A- absolutely. So, you, you know, um, what do we got? We, we, we have four ways, four we things, four, four things, four things to, you know, try to um, implement, um, to try to attract, you know, ride sharing drivers. Right. Um, first, uh, offer inspections tailored to ride sharing drivers. Now, um, you, you know, you, gotta, you have to understand what, you know, Lyft and we're just using Lyft and Uber as an example here. You, you have to know what their um, what their regulations are. Right. So uh, get that information from Uber, from Lyft. And offer those tailored um, in- inspections for, right. for the ride sharing drivers. And what you mean by that, in order to become an Uber or Lyft driver, you have to meet these certain your, your, uh, requirements, inspections that safeguard you know, the consumers that are going to be riding mm-hmm. uh, with you. So yep. um, understanding what those are so you can tailor your inspections to that. Yeah, and, and, and in a lot of our larger, larger markets, um, to... Uh, you know, Uber, for example, provides like Uber Greenlight um, spots where um, you know drivers can uh, pull up and get their car uh, car serviced, uh, or excuse me, their car inspected. Um, but that isn't in every market. That's just in some of the larger you know the larger markets. So there there is an opportunity there uh, to um, you know to offer those those solutions or excuse me those services, offer uh, free and or reduced fees for 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 additional services like oil changes or um you, you know uh, getting your fluids uh yeah you know, you know full um, and alignments like pep boys um you know offers free check engine light um light code pulls and free alignment checks and just to get them in get you know pep, pep boys does right and then you know i i see this all all over the place um you know, places like Jiffy Loop and um, Valvoline, they've got the banners right over their, their bay doors that offer like 20% off, uh, you know, all of their services, um, you, you know, and they're, they're, they're attracting uh, the, the drivers who are, you know, the Uber drivers or the, the ride sharing drivers that are just driving up and down the road, right? So um, that's, you know, easy, visible marketing to them and they're, capturing some of that that marketplace that mm-hmm. that that market share offering car sales incentives is another way offering car sales incentives and we know some of the manufacturers are, are doing this and have have relationships with uber and right. have re- relationships with lyft um uh but not all of them do and and really 
getting a little granular, um, you know, at the localized uh, level to try to, you, you know, um, create some incentives like your, you know, friends and family plans or, you know, your military discounts or your um, uh, college grad, um, you know, uh, discounts, like put some marketing dollars out there and and, and seed the marketplace with uh, rideshare discounts, you know, for, for, for sales and or, you know, and all of this. Right. And, and then finally, you know, if these guys are, you know, need to get their car serviced, um, you know, some of them may be do-it-yourselfers, um, you know, offer them discounted parts and accessories. Yeah, it's the whole ecosystem. You know, don't just do it for sales. Don't just do it for service. I mean, it's, it's, why not do it, uh, you know, all the way around? Parts, service, a sales, body shop, you know, yeah, everything. You know, especially if like, um, like Uber Black um, mm-hmm. v- vehicles, right? Like some the the higher end cars. Like these drivers may want the detailing, um, the, the 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 great accessories, um, uh, you know, added to their car. But that's a perfect example, right there, Chris. Like offering detailing services to the Uber um, Uber Black drivers, yeah. so that those cars are super super nice. They 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 smell like they're brand new. They look like they're brand new. That's an amazing, you know, a really great um, idea is the, the those detailing yeah. offer those detailing services to to, to the ride sharing uh, drivers. So um, those are four four quick ways um, that you know you can try to implement and um, you know and attract the the ride sharing drivers. And um, you, you know, the, there's there's a market out there. They're they're out there. Mm-hmm. They're they're growing in numbers it's not going backwards it's only going to continue to um you know grow in size and when you have uber going into different uh categories like uber eats you're putting more vehicles on the road Mm -hmm. and it's just more opportunity right and And just like any marketing strategy you're trying to communicate to your consumer so they it resonates with them who is your target persona what is your target persona who's your consumer and so if you're targeting these uber and lyft drivers with your messaging with your banners with these discounts um you know it's going to be pretty lucrative and yeah. it's only going to get more and more lucrative down the road so yeah and 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 once again like we we, we talk about this all the time with you know that that cost per acquisition right if you're going to get an uber driver in and give him a great experience from that detailing perspective right he's going to continue to come back mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you've offered him a discount, a discount on his detailing services that he already, or she thinks is special already because it's tailored to to, Uber or Lyft drivers to to them. Right. And they're going to, and these drivers, they have to come back more and more, especially from a detailing perspective. They're Mm -hmm. getting people in and out of the car, in and out of the car, in and out of the car. They've got to keep it clean. They've got to keep it fresh. Right. So, um, or somebody like myself, like might get my car detailed once or twice a year tops right these guys may may come in every month right. every two months depending on you know how often they're 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 out there driving so if you're able to build that relationship and that rapport i mean that's you know that's that's the way to go you know that's that's easy money you know so episode 26 Get up there 26 Remember when I was 26, life was different. (laughs) (laughs) Episode 26, Chris, any other final, uh, final thoughts, tidbits, nuggets, nothing, nada. 
Yeah.